Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Let me ask you a few questions. Are you mentally and physically exhausted? Overwhelmed by the never-ending to-do list? Feeling trapped between work and family? Or maybe you're just simply craving more time to pursue your passions. If so, my friend, you are in the right place. The doors to the Elegant Balance Academy are open. This is a research-based, systematic approach designed to help you create a work-life balance you love, one that allows you to be productive and effective at work while simultaneously making time for family, friends, and fun. It's a self-paced online course complete with video lessons, worksheets, and of course, an online community where we can all hang out and encourage one another. You can design a life that you love, a life where work, family, leisure, and rest exist harmoniously, a life built on a foundation of your personal values, a life that's filled with purpose. In other words, an elegantly balanced life. And the Elegant Balance Academy is designed to do just that. What better gift to give yourself and your family in the new year? The doors close at midnight, January 14th, so be sure to join before then. You can simply go to kayleyhackney.com forward slash EBA or just click the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to watch you design a life that you love in 2024. Now head on over to kayleyhackney.com forward slash EBA or click the link in the show notes and learn more about the Elegant Balance Academy. Okay. Hello, and welcome back to the Elegant Balance podcast. I am so excited that you're here, and today is special because I have a guest here with me today. My friend Ruthie is joining us, and we are going to talk through how to choose a word for 2024 and why that is a really helpful exercise in terms of you know, we all have these ideas of goals that we want to achieve in 2024. Maybe you've already kind of thought about what some New Year's resolutions might be. Um, But I have found that choosing a word is actually more impactful than setting a New Year's resolution. So we're going to talk through kind of why, and we'll finish with sharing our words, or at least sharing, you know, what we think our words might be um, at the end of this episode. So welcome, Ruthie. Thank you for being here. Yes, Kaylee, thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation today. And, you know, word of the year is something that I have practiced, I don't know, probably five or six years now. I was kind of trying to go back and remember like what previous words were and what, how I landed on them. And I know you and I connected three or four years ago on Instagram, which is my favorite place to meet the coolest (laughs) people on the internet. Um, and you know, you've done some work around word of the year and talked about it. And so I really love the way that you speak to it and the way that it can help you be intentional with your time, because as moms, like we have to be intentional with our time because unfortunately it's not a renewable resource and we don't get it back. And intention is so incredibly important. And so I'm excited for this conversation today. Yeah, me too. It, yeah. Intentionality is like my favorite thing. I, I turn, I, I 
use that word all the time, even with my students in like my MBA class, I think it might be the word that comes up the most. Like when you're a leader, you need to be intentional. When you're thinking about work-life balance, you need to be intentional. Um, so today, when you think about your year, you need to be intentional, right? Um, so yeah, so why don't we take a few minutes and I'll just have you introduce yourself to our listeners so they know who they're hearing from. Yeah. So my name is Ruthie Starrett. I am a mom of an eight-year-old boy. Um, we are currently living in Florida. I'm originally from Indiana and a huge basketball fan, boiler up, go Purdue. Um, <laughs> always have to shout out my team because I love them. And I'm a marketing strategist and director of marketing. And I actually um, left my corporate job in spring of 2022. So, you know, we're recording this in December of 2023. This has been my first full year wow. as an entrepreneur and working from home and working for myself. And my word for this year was um, aligned. And interestingly enough, this has been a hard year. Um, in January, I broke my leg. I had some clients fall off. And so then the revenue kind of projections that I had put out there, I wasn't hitting them. I launched some things that didn't really go as planned. Um, we struggled with my son starting second grade and, then I got the flu in December. So like all of these things, and I go back to, actually have gone back to my word. I mean, like, what is out of alignment? Why am I not feeling aligned? What is happening? Or what are these hardships trying to teach me? Because I do believe that in every process, there's a lesson. And there's something that I'm a huge Oprah fan and regularly quote Oprah, that her quote of, you know, the universe is going to talk to you in a whisper. And if you're not listening, it's going to talk a little louder. And if you're not listening, it's really going to hit you with a brick wall. And there's something that it's trying to tell you. And so I've been reflecting a lot on that as I've kind of been doing year end um, recaps and reflections and goal setting for 2024. Um, because as a business owner, that is a huge part of my identity, but also the fact that I started my business so that I could have more time with my son and with my family. And then when I think about the business, there's this like desire to also help other women and grow my business to be able to give other women that, um, employment opportunity of a flexible schedule and having a work-life balance so that they can do work they love, but also show up for the field trips and the class projects and those types of things. So those that's a little bit about me and kind of what I spend my time on and what I've been working through this year. And I'm a podcast host. I host the Consistency Corner podcast and my brand, actually, my business is called the Consistency Corner. And it's interesting because when I started my business, um, probably in 2020, it was a health and fitness business. And the parallels between health and fitness and marketing, when I made that pivot to marketing, like are incredible because consistency yeah. matters so much in any type of goal that we set and particularly goals that take a long time and mm -hmm. take process and take work and take a journey. Um, consistency is so incredibly important. I have a mentor who always says consistency trumps talent every time. And it's so, so true. Yeah. 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 Holly <laughs> says that all the time. Consistency trumps talent every time. And, you know, one of the things that I teach and work with my clients on is consistent doesn't have to mean constant. Yeah. So in any goal that we're setting, how can we find a rhythm or a consistency that we can maintain Right. And it might not mean constantly, but that's okay as long as we can still be consistent. And it kind of goes back to what you and I were talking about with intention. If we can set an intention to be consistent, even if it's not constant, it's going to get us there in taking those steps over time. 
Yeah, absolutely. In fact, consistency would be a great word for this year if you yes. you know if that feels like something that you need to work on. Um, but in fact, you know, thinking about consistency, I think that this practice of choosing a word for the whole year helps you be more consistent mm -hmm. than just focusing in on one specific goal. Mm -hmm. um, at least for me, I have found like if I, you know, I feel like health and fitness goals are always on my mind at this time of year because I've been eating all the Christmas cookies. Um, but you know, if I set a goal that I want to work out or finish a certain workout program or eat a certain way, I don't always stick to it, right? I'm not always consistent with it. But instead, if I pick a word that embodies the type of woman that I want to be, the type of woman that, you know, does those workouts and eats healthy and takes care of herself, um, then I do show up more consistently because mm -hmm. I'm only focusing on that one word and not necessarily all the nitty gritty. I'm just thinking about like, well, what would that type of woman do or how would she behave? And that helps me be more consistent throughout the years, um, throughout the year. Yeah. So, and yeah. When, when you talk about goal setting, I mean, I think for many women who are in a high achieving role, they've been high achievers, they've been accomplishers, box checkers, task doers. It's so hard sometimes to even narrow your goal list down. Like you have a lot of goals. You have a lot of things that you want to accomplish and saying like, oh, this is the one thing that I want to accomplish, but then I also want to do this. And I also want to do this. And I also want to do this. Like what's that through line of all of those goals? And to your point, like how, how do I want to feel or who do I need to be? What do I need to embody mm -hmm. to actually accomplish those things and stick to those processes? And that can be a great way to kind of pull out those words. Yeah, absolutely. That's That's one way I love to like, figure out what word I want to choose for the year is to think mm -hmm. through, okay, you know, in 2024, what specific goals do I have with regards to my career and my, um, you know, my, my elegant balance business and, and my role as a mom and how I show up at work, or I mean, in my, in my home or at church or all these different things. Like you said, um, we have lots of different goals and that's okay. Right. Um, there's nothing wrong with having aspirations for to improve and grow in different areas, but it can feel really overwhelming when you list them all out and think about all the steps that are going to be needed for all of these different goals. Um, mm -hmm. But if you do think through all of those and think about, okay, someone who has accomplished all of these, what did she do? You know, how did she act? How did she show up? What's a word that describes her? And that's a really great place to start with um, in terms of thinking of what word you might want to choose for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what were some of your previous words? You share, you shared your word this year for 2023 was aligned. Um, yeah. What were some of your others? So I, the first time I ever did a word of the year, I actually used a phrase um, and I used just do it. I stole it from Nike. <laughs> um, I was working in the fitness industry at the time. And at the time, like, you know, letting fear hold me back and realizing that like I had read um, do it scared and it was just like, it was like, just do it. Like stop procrastinating, stop overanalyzing, overthinking, like just take action. So that was one year. Um, one year it was believe. And that was actually a really great one in terms of boosting confidence. I have a sign on my bookshelf right next to my desk. It was like a Christmas sign that says believe. So it's all glittery and fun, uh -huh. but I keep it around because it's about believing in myself and believing in, you know, my goals and dreams and knowing that they were given to me for a reason. Um, I've used consistent twice. I've used aligned. Um, 
And yeah, and this year, right now, I've got it narrowed down to a list of about three or four that I'm kind of trying to align on what's the right one. And I know one of the things that you teach about is like looking up definitions. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is one of the words that I actually was really close to kind of landing on was resilient. And right before we hopped on our call, I looked up the definition and I was like, I just want to see what it says. And what's interesting is the definition was resilience was about bouncing back or getting back to your original state. And I thought, no, I don't want that. I want to be better. I want to grow. I want to continue to evolve. So resilient is not the right word for me because that definition is actually not in alignment with what I'm going for. And as a marketer and somebody who focuses on communication, like words and language, Mm -hmm matter so, so much. And I love the work that Brene Brown does, like giving us language for feelings and thoughts and, you know, all the things that kind of goes on in this little square in our head, but it is so important to find that right language and understand it. And so I love the idea of like using definitions to kind of narrow down or, or guide you in your path. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you narrow it down to a couple words and you're having trouble, you know, you can do like what Ruthie did, you know, Google it, look up the definition. Sometimes there's different definitions. Like you'll see a list and you can kind of read through and take, you know, decide which one you like or which one you resonate with. Um, But my other favorite kind of tip is if you're, you're stuck between words and it just doesn't quite feel right, it's to look at synonyms for those words because Mm -hmm. it might be a better word that you're just not used to using or you just haven't, it hasn't, you haven't thought about it yet. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you know like, oh, I want to be something similar to resilient, but resilient's not quite it. Yeah. Plug it into Google and click on synonyms and you'll get a whole list, you know, a whole list of things. Um, It will help you kind of think through what words might be, might be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing this for, I think, three or four years now and have had different, lots of different words. I think courageous was my first one. And it was, it like amazed me at the end of the year, like how much I had grown in just one year in terms of just being confident and showing up and just being courageous. And, you know, if, if I failed, it was okay because I lived into the word that I was setting, setting for myself. Right. Um, trying to think what one word was one year it was disciplined, um, this last year it was CEO because I was launching Elegant Balance Academy. And so I wanted to show up as a CEO. So I have a little notebook. I have a coffee cup with the word CEO on it. Um, and not just for Elegant Balance Academy um, last year, but it was more just like, I want to be a CEO in all of my life. I want mm-hmm. to, you know, approach the value of my time and my attention and my focus and how I show up in my different roles as a mom or as an employee or all the different things the way a CEO would, right? Uh, with intention and with just thought in terms of like what your time is worth. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Those are some of my, my previous ones. Yeah. I'm curious. Are, do you do, are you into human design at all? I no, I haven't done any of that. Okay. So it's it, for anybody listening who is into human design, I'm a generator. And one of the things about human design is that like your type and there's five types. Um, is like your authority and how you just make decisions. Mm -hmm. And so generators are, I'm a sacral generator. Your authority in your decision-making is like responding to something. So to that point, like sitting down and saying like, well, what is my word going to be? And trying to like pull it out of thin air. It's different because I need to be able to respond. 
So for me, like looking at a list and like, which one pops out, which one speaks to me or like looking at a definition and then like my gut having this feeling of like, yes or no. So if you are into human design, I would say like, think about your decision-making type, your authority and lean into that. You know, for some of for some people it's, um, and I'm not a human design, like expert or teacher by any means, but like for some people, your decision-making is, um, to, you have to wait to be invited. And so like, you might wait until somebody says a word and like, you just have to wait for the universe to kind of sprinkle it into your life. Um, <laughs> other people have like, an, it's like an emotional authority where you want to wait 24 hours before you make a decision. Cause you have to like go through this high and low and you don't want to make decisions in the high. Um, so it's just interesting to kind of know those things about yourself because that can sometimes guide you in a direction that's more aligned with where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like just playing to your strengths, right. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. In terms of how you kind of approach this process. Yeah. But I think, you know, similarly, you can pick words that either help you grow in a specific area that you're really interested in growing, or you can pick words that help you kind of live into or really play to whatever strength you already have. Right. Mm -hmm. um, if you're already feeling super consistent, you could pick a word that helps you like even improve that even more. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's different ways that you can really approach this. And I think that's the beautiful thing is that it's so open-ended. Um, there's no right way to do this. You cannot mess it up. Um, you know, if you want like the step-by-step nitty-gritty of how to do this, there's a, I have a podcast episode, it's episode 36, if you're looking for it, but I will link it in the show notes where you can go through and really see kind of step-by-step -step the way I approach this. But again, you cannot, you cannot mess this up. You can't do it wrong. Um, you know, it, it really is up to you. And then if you pick a word and you don't like it after a month, it just doesn't feel right. Then, then change it. It's okay. Yeah. Nobody cares. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. you still have 11 months to go and, and, you know, it'd be better to have a word that you really love. And that really does help you um, live intentionally than just be, feel like you're stuck with a word that you don't like. Um, so permission granted, if you feel like you need permission for it, you've got it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um. So let's see, can you share a little bit more about just in general, we've talked about consistency throughout this, but how maybe having a word has helped you be consistent or how women could, you know, I know a lot of us working moms, we do struggle with consistency. We have like the best laid plans, but we can't always show up consistently for them. Um, so like, what are some of your tips, I guess, or tricks for just showing up consistently? Yeah. So I want to share um, a formula that a mentor shared with me several years ago that has applied to a lot of different areas of my life um, and can really apply to any goal. And it's called the success equation. And funny enough, consistency is one of the ingredients of the success equation, but there's four ingredients. Um, and it's for any result you're looking to achieve, the ingredients are time mm -hmm. plus consistency plus intensity multiplied by belief equals your results. So when we're thinking about the results we want to get, we got to work backwards and go to those four ingredients and say, have I given it enough time? Funny enough, I'm considering patience for my word of the year, like yeah. around that vein of time. Have I given it time? <laughs> am I being consistent? And am I being consistent at an intensity that will actually move the needle? And I use this like marathon training example to kind of teach this because I think everybody can wrap their head around it that we can consistently go walk around the block every day. 
and say, well, I'm being consistent. But walking around the block is not going to help us train our bodies to run 26 miles. But on the other side of that, if we went from kind of being a couch potato and not regularly exercising to I'm going to go run 10 miles every day, that intensity is too much Mm -hmm. and we actually can't maintain it. So we can't be consistent. So consistency, intensity really kind of go hand in hand with what's an intensity that will move the needle that I can be consistent with. Yeah. And then the third ingredient, which is the multiplier is belief. Because when it comes to mindset and goals that we're looking to achieve, anything multiplied by zero is zero. Yeah. So even if the time is there, the consistency is there, the intensity is there, if our belief isn't there, we're not going to get the results that we're looking to get. And so time, consistency, intensity, and belief. And as you heard me say, my previous words, I've used belief, I've used consistent, I'm considering um, patience for this mm-hmm. year because with any goal or result that we're looking to achieve, I mean, this, I can even apply it to like relationships and, you know, things like that. Those four ingredients make such a difference. And so that's a formula that I go back to again and again, and really ask myself when I'm not getting the results that I want, which of those four things needs a tweak. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I especially love the idea of that consistency, you know, and intensity go hand in hand. I guess I've never really put that into words, but you're absolutely right. It's, if it's not intense enough, it really doesn't matter if we're consistent or not. Um, But if it's too intense, then we're just not going to be consistent. We're not going to show up at all. So yeah, yeah, that's great. And I teach it that a lot, you know, from a marketing perspective with like showing up on social media. So Mm -hmm. if anybody's trying to build a business, you know, you have to use social media, but it's like, I can't be so intense that I'm showing up 24 seven because I also have a life, but like if I only show up once a week or every two weeks or once a month, that's not moving the needle either. So like finding that balance and finding what actually works for you. And, you know, with any goal or any result that you're trying to get, there's a dozen, if not a hundred strategies that could work. And so discerning and finding the one that actually will work for you and your unique situation and your life, but going back to those four ingredients can really help you to narrow it down. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's, wrap things up by just revealing what types of words we've been considering or have choose have chosen for yeah. this year and and why you want me yeah. to go first or you want to go first go first i want to hear what yours is okay okay so i think this year my word is going to be elegant and i feel like maybe that seems obvious because everything is like called elegant balance elegant balance academy like i have elegance all over the place but it's never been one of my words And I, um, yeah, just this last month or so, it keeps coming up in terms of just something that I want to live into. So the definition of elegance is something that's beautiful in its simplicity and effectiveness. And I want that to be my life. Like, that's why I chose it for my title for my podcast and everything, because I think that that would just result in a lot of just just a really beautiful life, right? If if I'm focused on increasing the beauty, but also trying to keep things simple and effective in the way I approach different things, um, then then yeah, I think at the end of the year, at the end of my life, I can look back and and be happy with that. Um, yeah. So yeah, so elegant, elegance or elegant 
I'm not, probably elegance would be a better word, but um, that's what I'm thinking. You know, I still have a few days, right, um, before yeah. the new year, but that's where I've landed so far. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, I, you know, I've narrowed it down to a list of five right now. And okay. I shared, like, I thought it was going to be resilient, but that, like, the definition just didn't really speak to me in terms of the fact that I am trying to grow and evolve. And evolve actually is a word that continues to come up. Um, you know, evolving my offers, evolving my business, evolving the way I think about myself, the way I show up and the energy that I bring to the table. So that one has come up quite a bit along with um, patience and Mm -hmm. perseverance. And those are two that I'm kind of going back and forth with, with like, which one do I need more of? Which one is going to help move the needle? Um, And then finally, focused and intentional, which I think those two are hand in hand and kind of go and align with each other. And I actually have like a sign in my office that says like, stay, what does it say? Stay sparkly and extra focused. Oh, I like Um, that. (laughs) (laughs) Because focus is something that sometimes I have struggled with and, you know, taking on more responsibility, more risk focus has become, you know, something that I've struggled with sometimes. So I'm wondering like, is that the, the universe showing me that that's where I need to put my energy and then intentional. I mean, we talked about like just the power behind that word. And yeah. that's a word that I also regularly use, but have never used it for my word of the year. So that's, that's what I've narrowed it down to. Um, I'm giving myself permission to take a couple more days or even even a couple four more weeks if I need to, because I know that the right word is going to pop out at the right time. And like in my gut, and I go back to that human design, like the sacral authority of like, you know, in your gut, like mm-hmm. something is going to happen. I'm going to have a conversation with somebody where I'm going to respond and know like, yep, it's, that's the word. And so <laughs> those are the five that I've narrowed it down to. Perfect. You'll have to update us and let us know which one, which one you end up choosing. I'm sure we'll see it over on Instagram, but yeah. yeah. So I guess I have one kind of final question. So is there any way that you make sure that the, your word stays like front and center for you throughout the year? Yeah. You know, it's been different, different years. Um, I have little signs on my desk or, um, like I've actually got one right now that says believe I've got one that says consistent. And like, Mm -hmm. I purchased those intentionally when those were my words that year. Um, I've also like, I'll put it on the lock screen of my phone Mm -hmm. sometimes. And so that every time I pick up my phone, I see that word. Um, last year I had a bracelet that I wore that said aligned. And so it would be a constant reminder on my wrist. So it's been a, not a, like, I I always do it one way, but I always find a way to incorporate that word into, into, you know, my environment so that I see. I I love those ideas. I typically use, um, I have a coffee cup. I'm looking around because it's here somewhere in my office, but um, I'm starting to have a collection of coffee cups that have all these different words on them. Um, But I drink coffee every morning. And so it's just a great way to like start off the day by reminding myself, like, this is the word. This is where, what you're trying to be this year. Um, Yeah. And I would imagine that even as you grab those old coffee cups from previous years, they're great reminders of like, this is who I want to be as a human. This is who I want to show up as. And although, you know, this might not be my word anymore, that was part of my journey and it's helped me get to where I am today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So it's always fun. My sister actually makes like, you know, she can make coffee cups. She has her cricket and everything. And I always just 
like pick a word and then have her design me one. <laughs> so we'll have to be doing that here soon, but yes, that's fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I, I hope that this conversation for those of you listening was helpful and just thinking about, you know, a kind of a unique way that you can be intentional with your time in 2024, intentional with, you know, how you pursue your goals or just how you live in general. Um, and maybe, a and I don't know, just a more approachable way to, to go into 2024, instead of trying to think about all the goals and all the things that you want to do and making all these lists and planning out all these things, which I love planning and I love lists, but I know sometimes that can feel really overwhelming. Um, so, you know, start maybe here with just one word, much simpler. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, Ruthie. I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, we will talk to you all soon. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I, like I said, I hang out on Instagram. It's where Kaylee and I connect is at yes. the corner. So come find me, tell me your word of the year. I want to hear about it. I want to chat with you about it. Those are some of my favorite conversations to have with people. So let's connect on, on social. Yes, definitely. Go check her out. She's, um, like I said, super consistent. And if you need marketing strategies, um, she's your go-to. So um, thank you everyone and have a beautiful, joy-filled week. Choosing a word of the year is a great start to living intentionally in 2024. But if you want to take things to the next level, I encourage you to check out the Elegant Balance Academy. You see, I have been in your shoes. I felt the weight of an endless to-do list. I've questioned my choices as a career woman, and I've attempted to fit my life into someone else's mold. I've been so frazzled that I forgot important dates and I've returned home from work too exhausted to enjoy those precious moments with my family. Sound familiar? Well, over the past 10 years, I have been diving into books, journal articles, and podcasts, relentlessly seeking the key to crafting a work-life balance that exudes simplicity and beauty and joy. If only I had had the Elegant Balance Academy back then, life could have been different filled with fewer tears and more meaningful moments. I don't want you to experience those struggles or miss out on the richness that life has to offer you in 2024. Imagine bypassing years of trial and error and just getting straight to a life that you love. And the Elegant Balance Academy can be your guide. This is why I poured my heart into creating this transformative course for you. It's a resource for you to create a life that you love. The doors are open, and I invite you to step into a year filled with balance and purpose. I am so passionate about helping women just like you redefine their work-life balance, and I would be so honored to have you join me on this journey towards an elegantly balanced life. Simply head to kayleehackney.com forward slash EBA, or click the link in the show notes to learn more. I can't wait to see you inside.